USA News, I'm John Schaefer. President Biden will not be sending F-16 fighter jets to Ukraine right now. Ukrainian President Zelensky had asked for the jets, but President Biden told reporters he doesn't need F-16s. I am ruling it out for now. The United States has provided billions of dollars in military aid to Ukraine since the Russian invasion began a year ago. A flash flood warning in Southern California expired this morning following relentless rains. Drivers telling KTLA they were stuck and had to abandon their vehicles in the rising water. If we were just driving and then it was like a traffic jam here around and we're just driving and the car stopped. It doesn't work. But Southern California is not out of the woods yet as blizzard warnings remain in place today. The house near the campus of the University of Idaho, where four students were murdered, will be torn down soon. We are hoping to begin demolition just as quickly as possible and definitely would like to see it come down this semester. Speaking to KREM-TV, the university's Jody Walker says the reminder still stands of the murders last fall. The owners of the home gave it to the university to be redeveloped for student housing. A pair of economic reports are upbeat about the economy. Consumer sentiment's on the rise again for a third straight month, according to the University of Michigan. February's last reading ended 3% higher compared to January. Over the longer term, though, people still appear concerned about inflation, and the numbers are still about 20 points below the historical average. Meanwhile, in Washington, the Commerce Department reported the biggest jump in consumer spending in two years. Those numbers indicate a recession is unlikely. I'm Karen Sloan. There's been another earthquake in Turkey. This one a 5.5 magnitude quake. It hit today in the central part of Turkey at a depth of six miles. Earthquakes in Turkey have caused enormous damage and left tens of thousands dead. This is USA News. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Credit. Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com. Five people are dead after a medical transport plane crashed in northern Nevada. That crash happened near Stagecoach, which is about 40 miles southeast of Reno. A pilot, flight nurse, paramedic, patient, and a patient's family member were on board at the time of the crash. The National Transportation Safety Board is investigating. Warren Buffett's company Berkshire Hathaway is doing just fine. Buffett said the company earned just over $30.8 billion in 2022. It's more than a 12% increase from 2021. But even with the big numbers, the fourth quarter wasn't so nice to Berkshire Hathaway with earnings down nearly 8% year over year. We'll talk about dramatic. The NBA has another one for the record books. There was already much anticipation for last night's game between the Clippers and Kings in Los Angeles with Russell Westbrook making his debut for the Clippers. It went to double overtime with Sacramento holding on. The Kings storm into LA and 
come up from the tomb to win this. The call on NBA TV, the final was 176 to 175, making it the league's second highest scoring game ever. I'm Jeremy Scott. Attention Walmart shoppers, the Consumer Product Safety Commission is recalling more than a million candles sold at Walmart. The glass in the candles can crack, which leads to burns and cuts. Those candles being recalled are mainstays, three-wicked candles with fall and Halloween scents. The candles were sold between September and November of last year. And the Mega Millions jackpot will continue to grow. No one matched all six numbers in last night's drawing. Tuesday's jackpot will be worth $145 million. I'm John Schaefer, USA News. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA. Or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com. Promo code USA. Attention timeshare owners. Tired of the financial stress? Were you misled by the salesperson? Don't or can't use your timeshare anymore? If any of these apply to you, then you may qualify for timeshare cancellation and get the relief you need now. Timeshare Defense Attorneys is the number one affordable fixed fee legal solution in the country with an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. That's certainly better than my grades. They even offer a 100% client satisfaction guarantee. Let one of their experienced lawyers evaluate your case and explain the problem. If they take you as a client, they'll work on your case until it's resolved in your favor. Guaranteed. Expect great service and a close working relationship with your lawyer, keeping you informed every step of the way. Protecting your rights, interests, and even your credit. It's that simple. Even a kid like me can understand it. The consultation is free. Call today. 800-875-1853. 800-875-1853. That's 800-875-1853. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now... RadioLawTalk.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to hour number two of Radio Law Talk. I'm Todd Cunin filling in for Fred Penny, who's on assignment. Denise Dirks to my right. Denise, how'd that first hour go for you? I. It was almost as frustrating as watching the trial. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Cal, how are you? Cal Hunter behind the glass. I, I did not. You did not what? Whatever. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I was. I'm, I'm innocent, Your Honor. I'll tell you one, one thing. One thing about the trial. Just watching all of that. Now, I, uh, I was, I, I was a prosecutor in Northeast Tennessee for a little while, and a prosecutor back out here in California. And just watching the mannerisms of both counsel for the prosecution and the defense, and and hearing the accent and everything. I, I mean, it took me back. It. it uh, Practicing law in the South is an experience unto itself. I mean, if you would you watch law practice in the movies and stuff like that, if you watch Matlock, I didn't realize how true to form it was till I was actually in the South doing it. And it's like in my career in California, it feels like it's more your your filed briefs, your motions, stuff that you write, your legal research, and all that. And in 
in the South, for me, it was more like, how good can you talk? <laughs> it was just different. Well, uh, and just looking at the whole thing, Todd, I keep thinking powerful family and how well that can play and resonate with some people in the South. This is a guy. This is our guy. He's been our guy for 100 years. His grandpappy was our guy. His daddy was our guy. He was our guy. Does that kind of stuff come into play, or am I just really missing something? No, I think it does a lot, especially in his case because of the prominence of the firm. Yeah. And, and they were basically the DA. I mean, it's super important to remember that because they had a lot of faith in that firm. And you know, as a result of what's happened with Murdoch, his brothers have been kicked out of the firm. The name has been taken off the firm. I mean, basically, it's been usurped. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to point fingers at maybe different people in the firm. Hmm. What, what wouldn't surprise me? Wouldn't surprise me. But but to your point, Cal, about about the South, yeah, very uh, very much so. That you know, these are. The, I've known Bubba all his life. You know, it's just the way that it is. And, and, and the power, the level of power that we really can't comprehend uh, there, I think, just from what they were able to wield. hundred years of putting people in jail, that's a lot of power. It, yeah. it, it is. It is. Now, with all of that said, I absolutely love – I mean, I wasn't there very long, but I loved living in the South. Oh, sure. I mean, I loved the state of Tennessee – and, and made friends out there that it, it was funny because I was married at the time we moved out there and my wife was concerned I was going to be able to integrate, you know, being a you know, born and raised in California. She was from originally North Carolina. She's, she was afraid I was going to be able to integrate. And I left Northeast Tennessee with lifelong friends that who, who I would still call my people. That thing is happening even across the country. And, uh, you know, and I wasn't there that, I wasn't there that long. And, uh, but you got the southern drawl down. And sometimes, I, sometimes, I'm not joking, sometimes it drops when I'm in the middle of trial. Because I'll start... Uh, but Yana. <laughs> so I'll, 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 tell, I'll tell you an experience. So here's a, here's a law-related anecdote. So when I first got to Tennessee, everybody kept me at arm's length. I mean, I'd have... I was a prosecutor, and I had my witnesses on the stand, my cop witnesses doing a preliminary hearing, on the stand, and and I'm asking them questions, and they're giving me yes/no answers. I, I I almost felt like I had to declare them a hostile witness, and uh, and it wasn't until I realized that, you know, that southern drawl they got, well. The more somebody wants to ingratiate themselves or wants something, the thicker that southern drawl gets and stuff. But when they're really mad at you, there was no southern drawl at all. Really? And it dawned on me, I don't have a southern drawl, and intuitively they must think that I'm mad all the time when I'm asking them questions like a news. So I remember that the next Tuesday I was in General Sessions Court doing a preliminary hearing, and I started, so Officer Horn, could you please tell me how you're employed? And this was the guy that used to like keep me... Well, well, yes, I, I'm employed by the Kingsport Police Department. How many years' experience do you have? Well, I went to the academy back in, and I started using that drawl, and I was amazed at how uh, the witnesses were then more friendly to me. It's because they perceived me as being just this uptight California yuckety yuck and stuff. And uh, well, they got that pretty much right on. Well, yeah, but I <laughs> but I mask it. I mask it so well. Okay, but did they ask you about your California accent? 
Uh, well, yeah, there. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> because I referred to somebody as a dude once. <laughs> they go, oh my gosh, he said it. He said dude. They said, do you surf too? I said, well, I don't surf. You never catch me in the ocean. I don't drive a Volkswagen. Dude, 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 dude. <laughs> but I, I'll, folks out there, it was it was great. But uh, all right, all right. So so now Denise is looking at me kind of weird. See, it's already dropping. Yes. Uh, if you want to call and chime <laughs> in, you can call. One eight five five Law Radio. That's one eight five 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 two nine seven two three four. And it's a Southern Accent Saturday. Just don't be irritating about it if you call in. That's, that's right. It's Southern Accent Saturday or SASS for those listening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to SASS Talk. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to call in and just uh, drop a take, but you don't want to be on the air, Cal will be happy to yep. convey to us what Gladly. you had to say. Gladly. So uh, with that, hour two. I, I've been waiting for this Walmart-related. I had to prep. It was talking about the South. Walmart-related case or no case. Now it's right. time to play case or no case. Yay! Well, there was this Walmart employee, see, and uh, and slammed a customer online because the customer ordered too much stuff for a parking lot pickup. The employee, Edwina Lynch, said the lack of limits on in-store surrogate shopping was an abuse and the change should stop it. The customer ordered 10 totes worth of stuff, and Edwina hurt herself slightly, a mildly twisted ankle, as she was transferring the merchandise to the customer's van. The inquiry was treated at the company's expense, the injury that has was treated at the company's expense, and she got a couple of days off until the swelling went down. But Edwina wanted to push it further, so she went to her state's labor department to say Walmart's practice was abusive. Walmart disagreed, saying they don't limit how much stuff a person can buy in the store, so why should they limit how much they can pick up? Edwina posted a TikTok video where she lambasted the company with pictures of the totes and everything, and even though she was not a union member, she went to a union attorney, a labor union attorney, to see if she could stop what she said was an unfair and abusive labor practice. She wanted to know if she had a case or no case. And Denise, I think you get to go first here, right? Am I right about that? You're right. Okay. Well, Denise is right. Can I ask a clarifying question? <laughs> yeah, you said ahead. even though she was not a union member, but it was still a union shop. No, not no, a union so, shop. Not no. a union but shop. But she went, she because, you know, every, all the unions are trying to get into Walmart, so she thought, well, I'll just call that union guy and talk to their lawyer, which is what she did. Okay. Okay. What do you think, Denise? Um, ha. <laughs> so is 10 totes too much? <laughs> How much totes could a wood tote tote if wood? <laughs> What's the top of the totage? <laughs> Wait a minute. Top yeah, I don't see that that is abuse at any way. I don't see that as abuse. Um, I don't see that as an employment abuse issue. I don't see how there could be a case. Um, I don't see that this could really be a case. I mean, just because you go to a, a union attorney, that's not going to change the outcome to a union position, right? No. No. I mean, she's just looking for a way to get out of doing that much work. It would be my guess. If I were an employer, that's what I would think. Just do your job. Everything will be fine. Now, that would be my response, but then I'm kind of... Yeah, but she got she got injured carrying those, so perhaps she's not. Maybe they have to accommodate her and not make her carry so many. I mean, all that stuff is possible, but I don't see the, a lawsuit here. I just don't see it. Um, 
But I'm also not going to tell you what I what I think. I was waiting for. I also don't see me answering before we go to the break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a little thought over the break, and then I'll let you know what I think when we come back. This is Radio Law Talk. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself. But now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare benefits line now. It's easy. Call 800-559-6944. 800-559-6944. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-559-6944. 800-559-6944. 800-559-6944. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief Shop. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? 
You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. The Amargosa Valley. Oh, come on. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. So we are back in the middle of case or no case. And just to recap on the facts of this case that I knew completely from the beginning because there was no gap in my ability to hear Cal give the case or no case. (laughs) And uh, today's opposite day as well. Walmart employee essentially complaining because they the, the curbside pickup for groceries. There's one uh, patron, maybe it's a company or something like that, that always orders so, more food than she claims Walmart normally allows. And one day when she was, I guess, loading that car with that, she was injured, twisted her ankle. Is that right, Cal? That's correct. Twisted her ankle. I, Somehow she was using her feet to load the cart and uh, as a result sustained an injury and complained. And the question is, did she go to a labor attorney, a union labor attorney to um, to complain and to start a lawsuit? Is that right? That's basically the summary of my of my scenario. Okay. Denise Dirks, what say you? Well, I don't think she has any damages, and I don't think that she can dictate um, the scope of the employment. Um, she could ask for accommodation, and I think that's all. So I'm going to say that this is not a case. Okay, Todd, what do you think? All right. So <laughs> I'm going to say that this is a case and that we don't know yet. But it's not a traditional case because I do agree with Denise about the damage. It's not a normal case or something like that. This is a case that has led to an action, a filing with the National Labor Relations Board for unfair labor practices and the attempt to unionize to the extent filing with the NLRB for these unfair labor practices to try to get a union in and maybe claims that the twisted ankle or loading up the car was some sort of retaliation on the part of the employer in the wages, hours, working conditions because this employee was part of the pro-union crowd and that's why she went to a union lawyer was because it had to do with the unionization. So to that extent, um, it is a case but it's a case in the NLRB framework, and it has yet to be decided. Case filed, she lost. She filed with the labor people, but that she lost that case. So they did not rule. They said you have a, a, a contract, an employment agreement, and that says Walmart can dictate the terms of your employment. Therefore, you know, unless they do something illegal, which having you work hard is not against the law that we know of. So she lost the case. So you get one point. Board. So I get one point. Yeah, each of you gets one point. I don't. I said no case. Oh, okay. Denise gets See, none. that's how come I'm the scorekeeper. I think, that, I think that is the <laughs> quickest that Cal has ever given. He doesn't do... The, notice that there was none of the... You know, I always love it when I get attorneys <laughs> that think either side and this, that, and the other. Now, this was... I, I, I finished my answer case... Like, yeah, case filed. She lost. Move along. Well, Move it along, uh, South Boy. Well, <laughs> you know. Well, next hour, 
a famous actress who lost her shirt. That's next hour. Well, what? On case or no case, I'm sure Todd will want to stay tuned and Denise, Denise will be nonplussed and irritated by the scenario. That's next hour for case or no case. For those of you in Radioland, Cal was not using air quotes when he said the word lost. Who <laughs> lost her shirt. But uh, all right, all right. Denise, um, moving on from the... From the, the Murdoch case, good heavens, we could probably fill up a, an entire day's worth of show for that with Murdoch. But what do we have next on our agenda? You're holding a sheet of paper. Yeah, there. no, I was. I wanted to talk about the, the woman who shot and killed her husband. I mean, I just thought... Can you narrow that one down, please? <laughs> Sorry. And Donna, if you're listening, don't pay any attention. This doesn't happen in real life. Go ahead, Denise. Well, this, this woman <laughs> brought a gun into the hospital. And she shot her husband, and then after shooting her husband, she turned the gun on the nurses and the doctors. Now, she didn't shoot them, but then the police come in, and she shot at the police, and it went up into the ceiling. So she didn't actually hurt another person, just shot her husband and killed him. Now, was her husband suffering or something? or I mean, why did she want to take this rather drastic act? Uh, well, she says that, um, you know, I don't really know why she wanted to kill her husband. It wasn't that he was ill. He was in the hospital, but he wasn't terminal. Wait, is this the, we're talking about the Florida woman, right? Yes. Yes, yes. Her husband was terminally ill. Uh, okay. So, so terminally ill husband. She goes in, and, and the belief here, based upon oh, her statements, is that the husband wanted her to do this, but he could not... He could not carry it out, so she had to carry it out for him. And and I think there may have been some indication the agreement was uh, uh, murder-suicide or something like that, but she reluctantly carried out his wishes. So it was a reciprocal deal. If I get more terminally ill, you take me out. If you get terminally ill, I'll take you out? You know, it doesn't really go into that I that wonder. much. Okay. We just know that that she thought she was doing him a favor and did something that he himself would have done if he could. Hmm, okay. Yeah. She's and, a giver. Yeah. Uh, Understandable. Yeah. I hate and, to say and it, she, but I kind she of She didn't hurt anybody it. else, although she did point guns at people, which can be criminal depending on the state. And um, I think the part that's the funniest part of this was that during the trial, um, her psychiatrist testifies that she's not a threat to anybody. So mm. that this is just a one-time incident and that she felt uh, compelled to um, basically take her husband's life to, to save him from a bad quality of life, perhaps, and that she's not a threat to anybody else. Yeah, and, and to clarify, that, that, I think that was during the bond hearing because this just happened. So, so the question is, is she a threat to society? When, when the judge sets bond, they're, they're making two determinations. One, bond is set to assure the appearance at future court proceedings. And, and two, others, but primarily the second, is to protect society. So they said yeah, she's, not a, she's not a threat to anybody. Um, Unless they're terminally ill. Well, yeah. or herself. Yeah. But I the, mean, that should be a part of it, but the analysis. But the interesting thing is the charges were dropped from first-degree murder, for which she probably would not have gotten bond, down to second-degree murder because they took into consideration the, the reasons that she gave for shooting and killing her husband. So we'll follow that to see see what happens. But just uh, just interesting, I, mean, I don't know, when, when, when Denise said, you know, spouse shoots husband, I thought, well, good heavens, 
I thought we were not going to talk about personal things here anymore. What are you, what are you bringing up my my past for, Denise? <laughs> kidding, kidding to my ex-wife. That was well. Your joke. husband, you know, survived. Oh, no. Stop. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back after this. Radio Law Talk can be heard on RadioLawTalk.com from nine to noon Pacific time every Saturday. That's right. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter. If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-254-1639. That's 800-254-1639. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation, and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better... USA News Update. The effects of a huge winter storm is still being felt across the USA. It is bringing snow to parts of Southern California for the first time in years. The first blizzard warning ever issued by San Diego's Office of the National Weather Service is in effect through today. The mountains of Los Angeles and Ventura counties are under blizzard warnings for the first time in over 30 years. This comes after a flash flood warning expired this morning following relentless rains. Drivers tell KTLA they were stuck and had to abandon their vehicles in the rising waters. We're just driving and the car stopped. On the other side of the country, over a half million homes and businesses in Michigan are still in the dark. And state officials are warning the power may not come back on until tomorrow. Turkey is dealing with yet another earthquake. A magnitude 5.5 quake struck today in central Turkey. The country has already seen a ton of damage and thousands of deaths from a recent earthquake. I'm Jeremy Scott, USA News. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. 
plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find the best price for you. Call SmartFares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet. 800-871-3291. That's 800-871-3291. I'd like to introduce you to our new sponsor, Get the Tea. Get the Tea carries all natural, non-GMO organic teas and supplements made in the USA. Get the Tea's ingredients are the purest available. My favorite is Life Change Tea. Life Change Tea is a gentle daily cleanse containing 12 herbs that when combined really keep things moving. I drink it every day and my energy has never been better. I'm feeling great. Life Change Tea comes in three delicious flavors, natural, peppermint, and pomegranate. It's an easy and delicious way to keep your digestion on track. And for those on the go, try D365. D365 is Life Change Tea in a Capsule. Drink the tea or take D365 capsules and keep your digestion running smoothly. Go to GetTheTea.com and enter discount code USA to get 10% off any size order. That's GetTheTea.com, discount code USA for 10% off your order. I-N-F-O, info, info, at RadioLawTalk.com, dot com. We are back. Uh, going into the break, we covered a story. And there was something. It, it was the story about the Florida woman who had her uh, first-degree murder charges reduced to second-degree murder. And at the bond hearing, and it, she assisted suicide with, uh, as alleged, uh, killed her husband in the hospital. And uh, what was it? The psychologist testified that she was not a threat right. to anyone moving forward. To the it, public, yeah. To the public. And it reminded me of something that... It's probably going to happen more than one time today. Reminded me of something that happened during the Murdaugh trial, which was uh, when Alex Alec Mur- Alex Murdaugh was testifying about his son, Paul, that was killed. And he was saying, nobody didn't like Paul. If you were around Paul, you were having a good time. That was his testimony. No, Everybody had a good time when they were around Paul. And when I heard that testimony, my first thought was, except the people on the boat, I'm pretty certain that accident that he got in those folks weren't having a very good time and and certainly the one uh woman who perished yeah didn't and, you know it's so I, I but the prosecution notably didn't pick up on that but uh oh well so <sighs> what else do we have here denise uh oh alec baldwin alec baldwin uh yeah. now th- this is kind of interesting because that we have an update in the alec baldwin case that actually applies constitutional provisions. Denise, if if I do something today, right, and let's say it's perfectly legal for me to do that today, but then by operation of law come, say, April 1st, well, let's say April 2nd, that way it's not April Fool's Day, April 2nd. Or my birthday. Oh, oh that's right. Or April, so let's not use April 2nd, because that's my birthday. April 3rd, okay. <laughs> So April 3rd comes around, and a new law is enacted that immediately outlaws the thing that I did today here in February. Can I be charged with a crime? Because because the new law now says it's illegal to do what 
I did today, and it's not illegal today, but it's illegal two months from now. Can, can you happen? be charged with a crime? Yes, you can be charged with a crime. Can mm-hmm. you be convicted? Probably yes. not. Probably not. Why? Because the U.S. Constitution says no person shall be convicted or something of ex post facto laws. And what that means is you can't take a law that's a, that becomes uh, a law in the future and apply it retroactively back to an act prior to the date of the enactment of the law. That is true. You, you can't. Now, sometimes, sometimes, and this has been construed here, a law will be passed that does contain provisions that say, okay, this, this will apply ret- retroactively, okay? And, and a lot of that has to do with whether or not something is criminally punished or not. I, uh, here's a tip for you, okay, relationship tip for you. So if you ever, if you ever, you know, dating somebody for a while and you get asked this question, you know, uh, my kids go through this more, you know, say somebody says, have you ever told somebody, have you ever been in love before? Have you told somebody you love them? And if you say yes to that question and it's, you know, before the person you're dating and now they're upset because, <laughs> because you had previously said that you told somebody else that you love them before you even met this person, maybe you can raise and say, hey, hey, hey. I have a constitutional right to not be punished because of that, because now now you're trying to employ ex post facto feelings that I had before I even knew who you were. But you see, sometimes some crimes are the reason those laws get made. So You know, right? it, it's just funny that um, that um, Todd is comparing his love life to a criminal act. <laughs> <laughs> Well, mm. well, yes, yes, there, there is. <laughs> What does it mean? <laughs> uh, well, let's get back to our ex post facto discussion, shall we? Okay, I have no credibility on the previous act, but yes, it is in the Constitution that uh, there, there's a ban on ex post facto's laws by the federal government, but state governments can impose uh, laws as long as the legislature says that it applies retroactively. If a law is imposed and there's no language in the law specifying that it applies retroactively, then it by default does not. So then, what happened in the Baldwin case? Well, so when Alec Baldwin was charged... Nice, nice transition, Denise. <laughs> I had to get him off himself, yes. you no, know? Good, that was a good one, yeah. <laughs> just sounds so bad. Uh, so, <laughs> when Baldwin was charged, there was the potential for a five-year use of a firearm enhancement that... Would have would have tacked on five years to whatever if somebody was sentenced to prison, whatever they would ultimately serve. However, that enhancement was just dropped from the charging document against Baldwin because that enhancement was enacted by the legislature of New Mexico after the date of the incident of the shooting, hmm. and there was no provision for it to apply retroactively. Right. And the, and the prosecutors actually dropped it, or the DA dropped it against the other defendant, uh, Gutierrez-Reed, as well. So, um, yeah, I think that was the right result. Now, the, the question I have is, okay, so they dropped it against the other defendant. Now, let's remember, though, let's remember you've got Hall, right? So the three people that are charged in Russ are Gutierrez-Reed, the armorer, Right. You've got Hall, the assistant director, and you've got uh, Alec Baldwin, who was holding the gun. And if you follow the movement of the gun, it follows those three defendants. 
Gutierrez Reed was the one that prepared the gun. Hall took the gun, gave it to Baldwin, who was holding the gun when it went off. Well, Hall has already entered a plea deal, right, for probation mm-hmm. and all that. But my question here is, when he entered into that plea deal, was he facing the five-year enhancement as well? And did the negotiations for that plea deal include his consideration that he would be avoiding that five-year enhancement? Because now, if that five-year enhancement should have never been entered into his plea deal, does he have grounds to maybe come back to the DA and say, look, you know, uh, y- you were kind of holding something over my head that didn't really apply. Of course, I think his attorney probably should have also t- taken a look at the code. I, I, you know, maybe, maybe it's not. It was raised by their attorneys. Well, I, no, yeah. I wonder if it was raised by Hall's attorney when he negotiated his plea deal prior to the filing oh. of charges, because now he's sitting and saying, well, wait a minute, I didn't get charged here because I agreed to cooperate with the prosecution in exchange for facing what maybe at the time could have been seven years, but that was including the five-year enhancement. If I had known my exposure was only two years or something like that, maybe, maybe I don't make that deal. So, ah. I, I don't know. I'm not privy to those conversations, but it is an interesting question. It is because if if that if let's say he that said that was really critical for me to make that plea, can he with versus plea? Can he withdraw it? Um, he could maybe maybe he might have grounds to do that. But you know the the flip side to that is. His plea deal, I think, was for six months or something, and, and that was the six months probation yes. with no with no custody time. Yeah, and and you know maybe he's looking at that, going, that was a pretty sweet deal. I don't want to undo that because now I'm looking at prison time if I lose. So, yeah, it could be. Harvey, uh, let, let's stick with criminal law. Harvey Weinstein. This this should be a quick one, although it's a head scratcher to me. So Harvey Weinstein was convicted in Los Angeles of three counts of let's we'll call them. Um, sex assault related charges now i looked up what they said the charges were and each one of them carried each one of them was what we call a um was a three six eight felony that means in the state of california if you're convicted of a felony every felony has a sentencing range of that the judge can choose from low and in this case the low term of the sentencing range was three years the midterm was six years and the upper term was eight years for each count But California has an interesting rule when it comes to running terms consecutively. So if you run counts consecutively, for the most part, and that means one after the other after the other, then you take the base term, let's say count one, and let's say the person got upper term eight years. Well, then the other two, if they're going to run consecutive, run consecutive at one-third of the middle term, right? So if the middle term is six years for each count, what's one-third of six? Two. So to run that consecutively, you would think it would be eight years for count one, then two years for count two, one-third the mid, and two years for count three. What does eight plus two plus two equal? Twelve. I don't know how they got to 16. I really don't know how they got to 16 years on this case unless there was a charge or an enhancement that wasn't reported and we don't know about. But I'm looking at this thinking, 
upper term. Ah, I don't see. I don't see how they even got upper term, quite honestly. But uh, maybe the judge was angry at him, or there was some other. Is that possible? Well, they, they can't deviate from the sentence. Yeah, they can. Right. It's, oh, it's okay. pretty much set in California. Wow. I mean, this. this and it, he was convicted of a uh, 2013 rape and sexual assault. Yes, each one of those yes. is a 368 felony, and he was convicted of three of them. I, I, I thought he would have gotten under today's guidelines 10 years, but. We'll talk more about that when we get back. You don't let's go away. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. Thank you, Todd Kunin and Denise Dirks. We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk right after we break away. Stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who want your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-4529. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 
That's 800-918-1376. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing, to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide 800-721-4869 800-721-4869 that's 800-721-4869 how did that happen now it's time for more radio law talk denise question for you uh, what do you think about the probability of children being raised in a prison environment? Oh, I, it does happen. Mm-hmm. It's not that uncommon, actually. Um, but I think it really does depend on the prison um, and whether or not they have a special ward for pregnant women uh, or women that have small children. And to qualify, uh, it will depend again on the president and what state and all of that, but it's a hard qualifier. Yeah. Uh, you have to be able to, you know, not be any, any kind of a danger to people, and you can't have certain kinds of um, uh, acts. Like, I don't think a murder person is going to be allowed. Acts A-C-T-S as opposed to A-X-E. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> or an yeah. axe murderer, too. Yeah, well, yeah, you know. I, <laughs> yes. I draw a hard... We, we, uh, here at the uh, prison system in Texas, we draw a, a firm line, a hard line at bringing axes into the prison environment. Exactly. <laughs> no matter how much firewood you think you want. But right. uh, but we're bringing this up because of, uh, I said Katie earlier, Elizabeth Holmes. So what's the deal with her? Right. Well, you know, she was charged with um, fraudulent conduct against a whole bunch of investors, right? And after she was charged, she did become pregnant with her first child. Mm-hmm. And she went through trial basically being pregnant and then had the baby right before the trial. Well, as they were going through the trial, then she gets pregnant again. And she was even charged when she was still pregnant. And she was convicted of the crimes, and she also was um, sentenced to 11 years in prison. And we raised that because she just had her second child. And she doesn't get sent, or she doesn't have to report for prison duty, I guess. Um, on until April 27th. And a lot of people feel like the judge kind of gave her a little benefit to let her solidify and bond with her child and, you know, do the things you need to as a mother with the child. And so everybody's wondering if this is going to be continued out, if she's going to get more uh, time with her child, or if the child's going to go into prison with her, that she can work out that. Certainly her first child's not going to be able to do that. 
But um, but the second child literally was just born, so we actually don't know the answer. Yeah, and, and because you've got this, and then they filed the appeal, and obviously she'd be wanting to stay out pending the appeal, which would give her more time uh, to bond with her child. Now, I guess the the skeptic the skeptic would say, you know, she when the charges were filed, she wasn't even pregnant. And, and then she gets pregnant, has a child, and then has another child. Is she just trying to uh, – is she using childbirth, right, to game the system to yeah, – we, we talked about something similar about uh, this – what was it? We, we had the divorce case that we talked about a couple of weeks ago where it was the breastfeeding issue and right. about how that affected visitation and whether or not somebody would use that to manipulate visitation time and child support and things like that. And I suppose you could draw that analogy here. Right, and and that's almost unique to to women, the mm-hmm. fem, you know, the female gender too, that this could be some kind of a a guise or some kind of a act to make it to put off the inevitable. But but here's the here's the other argument that I'll make that that well makes it look like it's it's not necessarily manipulative. Holmes is 39 years old now. Assuming that when this all started and she started having legal issues and stuff like that, just say she was 35, 36 years old when that started and you know based upon the charges that she was looking at a lot of time she was sentenced to 11 years prison so so if you're if you're late 30s female and looking at 11 years prison knowing that you'll get out before you're 50 and maybe you'd love to be a parent and have two kids that's your only opportunity that's really your only opportunity to have as many as you can before have children before you go in if you have any aspirations to be a mother at all because by the time you get out uh it's very difficult much more difficult not impossible but much more difficult to have children at those ages ages and when you get out the kids are a little bit older so you have more activities that you can engage in with them as opposed to you know oh my gosh i'm in my 50s and now it's is the father taken into consideration in this at all or is that a dumb question no, he of course he's going to be raising the the oldest child, um, because I don't see her being able to take the oldest child with her into prison, and the the youngest child may go in for a period of months, or maybe a year into prison if she qualifies to get that kind of um, exemption, um, but then the child will not be able to stay with her for the you know the full term of course not of her term so. I don't know. I Believe mean, I have, I have some, you know, I feel a little bit of um, sadness for the children involved more than her even because I feel like, you know, they're going to be deprived of their mother. They just are. They're going to see her weekly maybe. That's all they're going to get. And that's sad. And I feel like that's, that wasn't necessarily fair to the children. But yeah. they have a good dad. There's no question they have a good dad and he's a... a a good father, and he's young, and he can handle it, and he can take care of him too. Now, it's not he was a co-conspirator in the pregnancy to begin with, but uh, you know. Well, he was the driving force. Was that my understanding? Y- yes, he was. What? Well, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. <laughs> Please so, explain. <laughs> I, uh, so uh, we 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 move from we move from that to another another somewhat related. So. Denise, you were talking about consider- – I can't even keep a straight face. You were talking about considerations. One of those is how uh, how dangerous the person was. Right? Yes. And, and in the case of Holmes, I mean, look, 
hers were financial crimes, white collar crimes, not a whole lot of not not dangerous there. Well, let's compare that to the uh, inmate in Florida or the person waiting trial in Florida for and she's charged with killing an Uber driver. And she, too, is at this point in time, she is got a child issue. She is currently pregnant and her attorneys have made an interesting motion for the court. And the motion that they have made was while she, the defendant, might be uh, rightfully incarcerated pending trial, it is a uh, placing the unborn fetus in an inherently dangerous environment. And as the host of that fetus has brought a motion that the fetus be released from custody. And, well, since the fetus does happen to be uh, in my uterus... I have to go with it, and and that's the argument they've made. I don't think the court's ruled on this, but it's a novel no, argument. No, it's a very novel argument, and it depends on, well, uh, they overturned Roe, so we don't really have a good guideline of when a fetus is um, viable for purposes of being a um, person under the U.S. Constitution, right? And so I think this is going to be an interesting one to watch. Um, the sad part of this is the Uber driver that this woman is alleged to have murdered, um, she had three children of her own. And it's just kind of a sad all the way around. But this is a novel argument. And I do think it's going to come down to that issue of when is a fetus going to be deemed to be a viable person from which the state has to protect them. I, I think that one thing that... I don't know if you can pull these statistics, but if the stat exists, one thing that might benefit the argument or be helpful to the argument is if you if if there was shown a trend that uh, pregnant females who are placed in an incarceration environment have a higher instance of miscarriage. If they could show a cause and effect as far as that's concerned, that would go a long way to uh, to showing that, hey, this is unduly harsh for the fetus because now you're being placed in an environment. Because her argument is, I was transported from to another in a van that didn't have air conditioning and it was over 100 degrees inside the van and that is not a healthy environment. And then you get into a uh, uh, an environment where maybe... You have maybe more exposure to, you know, germs and more exposure to um, uh, aggressive conduct and, you know, even assault or fatal conduct. You know, I misspoke about something. I had said that this woman had killed the Uber driver. It wasn't the Uber driver. She killed another passenger uh, while the Uber driver watched. And the Uber driver pulled over and, you know, got out of the car very quickly. And, and the one person that was killed in that incident did not get out of the car. Yikes. So I had just misspoke on that. But still, I'm watching this one. Yeah, that that's this will be an interesting one to watch. And with that, hour number two is in the books. Don't go away. Third hour coming up. Got a lot more to talk about, including a bartender facing charges for what somebody did after they left the bar. Don't go away. This is Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks and Todd Kunin. Fred Penny is on assignment right now. He'll be back next time, and we'll be back next hour, six minutes after, either on your local radio station or on RadioLawTalk.com. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
on your phone, on your computer, on your terms. Dr. J. Nadine Garcia. She says fallout from COVID has made it tougher for many to manage their weight. Get trusted news and information from USA News. What they are calling one of the largest drug busts in American history has happened at a port in Philadelphia. From usapodcasting.com. Subscribe today. usapodcasting.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. 800-485-8801. 800-485-8801. That's 800-485-8801. 